0: hey how's it going everyone welcome back to journey to modern times episode number six so thank you for listening again showing up um, today we are blessed with a great podcast um, with a very old friend of mine Shinazo are hey, how how you, you doing? doing
1: pretty good how are you doing Brian
0: I'm doing great man I'm so geeked to have you on the podcast <laughs> it's so I'm, it's been so f- um, we haven't spoken for like years basically like it's been such a long time but you played an, an integral part in my life. Um, while we both worked at um, at Coffee Connection, because you totally opened up a different world to me. Oh wow, I didn't even realize that. I swear, yeah, you you and uh, Cody. Oh yeah, yeah, Cody Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get into anything too um too deep, do you want to kind of give the listeners some sort of a scope of who you are, or what you're into, or your beliefs?
1: Okay, so well, I go by CJ. CJ. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of like my new identity. Okay, perfect. <laughs> CJ, let's do it. Yeah. And so I like it. Um, basically, my foundation is well. Before I say anything, I respect all people's beliefs. Okay. I respect everybody's religion. I respect your spirituality. I respect everybody's conclusions. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to say but my own experience and the spirit and experience of people that I know personally, but um. I come from a traditionally Christian background mm-hmm. and not just traditionally but like spiritually if, if that makes sense. Right. Me, okay. My mom and my dad were the were the 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 two foundations of my past. You know, they mm-hmm. they're the ones who told me about Jesus and the whole my mom was big on the Holy Spirit and big on, you know, we I've seen things that would just drive you crazy. Let's go. Let's go into a world where The things that you thought didn't exist, exist. Alright, so let's start there. Yeah. There are, in my world, where things that you didn't think exist, now they exist. There's things like witches. There's things like demons. There's things like... (laughs) uh, Angels. Angels. There's things like, you know, so many like healing and powers and gifts that you think that were just in superhero movies or a comic book and it's in real life. And it's because... You're able, people tap into a power source that, that enables them to access these abilities. You know, I'm going to get to my story in a little bit, but I just wanted to like lay a little foundation. You have people that's in the third world countries that I consider smarter than a lot of people that's in America, because right. a lot of people in America are too reliant on their senses of smell, tuss, touch, taste, you know, sight, all that hearing because if they cannot feel it or or sense it with their physical senses then it's not real to them Mm -hmm. but then even science disproves that because there's things that can affect us that you know we can't sense which is like what wind germs bacteria and so that already kind of pops that bubble right you know yeah yeah but um (laughs) that's true good point (laughs) but uh you know, so back in the day, or back in the third world countries, you'll see people who, like, they don't have access to medicine. Mm-hmm. They don't have access to, you know, uh, doctors and, you know, money and all that. All right, so Western
0: medicine. So what
1: would, what would you do if you didn't have access to any of that, but yet your daughter or your son was in a critical condition, their life was on the line? They would go either to the local monk, witch doctor... <laughs> Preach, preacher, whoever they have access anyway. to has any connection, so that they can right. get some type of re- results because they understand this principle that there are spirits in this world, you know. And I feel like that's what people. I don't really believe in magic, but I believe in spirits. And so people, I know people who do magic, and yet they they understand they understand that they tap into spirit realms or they don't understand that they tap into a spirit realm. But there's differences in the powers that you tap into. But a lot of people don't understand. They think it's just one little big melting pot. Like once you're tapped in, you're tapped in. And no, right. just like there's clean water, there's dirty water. You know, there's just like there's there's different types. You don't, you got to understand the spirits that I use the Holy Spirit. He is my spirit guide. He's from the Bible. He is just, he's the safest option for me right. because... You know, when I tried to go off on another path because I was upset with Holy Spirit or upset with my journey or my life at the time, uh-huh. it got real dark real fast. And because I was already kind of gifted in like healing and stuff, my gifts started to transform into something else, you know, because, for example, my parents got... And I just want to say that I, I jump around when I talk, so sorry about
0: that. <laughs> no, you're, good, <laughs> you're you know, good. So it
1: just stop me and clarify if you want me to... <laughs> right. Well, well, one
0: thing right now, um, okay. you say that uh, your gifts... So can you elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Okay, for sure. I believe that all human beings are born. Well, first of all, I believe that we're all made in the image and likeness of God. Okay. And so therefore, if we're made in the image and likeness of God, we affect reality similar to God, the way God affects reality. Mm-hmm. We gotta understand this. You know, our words and our thoughts and our, our emotions, they create worlds within worlds. We influence, we influence people's lives. We, we, we can say something that can totally make somebody's day or destroy somebody's day. Right. We can, you know, the way we influence plants and nature, we can do something to make them thrive or to destroy them. You know, we kind of are the mm-hmm. gods of this planet. And so we're the little G gods of this planet. Anyway, um, right. giftings, everybody has an innate ability to, to, to affect Their environment to affect people themselves, and their giftings is something that is just in them. Like, I don't really know how to explain it, other than that you once you you always know that you have people who love to skateboard just gravitated towards skateboarding. People who love to to do music is just because they are good at music, you know, or flying or whatever type of gift, you know.
0: It's like your natural passion.
1: Yeah, it's like Uh your natural passion, and wherever you have passion, and kind of. Life kind of flows out of that for you, right. and so yeah, I had giftings. I noticed at a very young age, and this is also because of my mom and my dad, which I'm still going to go back to. Right, right. But uh, uh-huh. my my mom was considered a prophet a prophetess. Uh-huh. Basically, if you guys don't know what that is, I come from a black church, so prophetess is like um, somebody that you know hears God and they can see angels, they can see demons. They you know we're kind of they're kind of like the 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 people, the mouthpiece of God, you know, but, um, there also, there's an exorcist compatibility with that because my family, we did a lot of exorcisms type, not traditional Catholic exorcisms, exorcisms, right. but with the same similar core beliefs that Jesus is the power that drives out the, the negative evil source of, of somebody's affliction. Mm-hmm. So I had giftings of like, you know, healing and, and prophecy, like, I could I, I had dreams before like tsunamis and stuff would happen. Like before hurricane Katrina, before all these different things We were young, really young, really yeah, young. Yeah. Like I've had dreams of that. Like I've seen things with my own eyes. I've seen from, from a slight and subtle as a shadow people have, all people have seen something that's moved in a corner of their eye before.
0: Um, right. Like, when they look, it's not yeah, there. Yeah. When they yeah, look, yeah. it's not there. It's uh-uh. like, that's,
1: that's kind of it. That's kind of it manifesting right there. But then we brush it off. We rationalize everything that happens away because it doesn't fit in our little scientific worldview. But I believe that as a human race, in order for us to evolve and ascend, we have to tap into these giftings, you know, because, you know, that's the only thing that's going to be able That sorry, and that's the only thing that's going to enable us to go forward and go past, you know, our our limitations, you know.
0: What has kind of stifled us from reaching those kind of, um, reaching the next level of our um, of our being, I guess. Is there anything in particular that you think that's like, maybe it's like Western culture? I feel like that's definitely a good point to start, where definitely there was a shift from Eastern culture to Western culture, where we're not really able to tap into those as easy as someone from the Eastern culture or the old world, per se.
1: Yeah, yeah, this culture definitely has a huge part of it. Uh, and I think that's why we got to learn to learn from all cultures um i believe that all truth is like there's there's a principle all religions and all truths and all cultures they have a they have a, a similarity you know but i'm not going to say all okay. truths are the way i respect everybody's truths, but i'm not going to say that's all it's all the way for me but mm-hmm. i do i definitely believe that our western culture which is infused with materialism infused with kind of like a cockiness Mm -hmm. and however people view us ego you know we all are kings in (coughs) america we all get what we want now i want taco bell now i want you know everything now and so that kind of influences us we're kind of more self-centered you know we can be more self-centered right you know we can be but i'm not saying we are because i know that as well as anybody that american can also give a lot to other countries Absolutely. And so, but definitely like just our culture, our culture can definitely like stifle us. But I think, I think it's just somebody's inability to learn and grow, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it starts with just yourself. Right. you got to learn to conquer ourselves, learn to conquer our inner demons. And when I say that, I'm not necessarily saying demons, but our inner, and it could be that too, but our inner, our inner turmoils, our inner struggles, the thing that kind of keeps us back, it kind of makes or breaks us. We can either right. overcome it and become stronger and better for it, or we can just, you know, succumb to it and be destroyed by it. Everybody has that thing, whether it's a situation that plays out in their life at one point, at one time. You know you have a decision to make where you can either get better or you can get worse but i feel like culture is a part of it but i believe that we as human beings have to learn to tap into something that's higher that can bring us up so right. that's my essential belief. i believe that like we need god and i feel like you know if we are learning, able to tap not not religious god not you know god as in somebody something that's a bunch of rules that you follow but actually like encountering a being a supreme being that god and my god is jesus who is you know over your life who can bring you up who can elevate your thinking who can elevate your vibrations you know because it has to there's a there's a frequency that you release as a as a you know a being you're not just a you're not just a carnal temporary you know finite being you are a spirit with a soul that has a body you know, you've always kind of been and you're just in this new phase of life, new phase of existence right now. Yeah. But your energy energy never is destroyed, you know? Even that's scientifically proven by Einstein I believe. Right. Energy is never destroyed, it only just transforms. Yeah. You know, electricity exactly. is transformed into heat, which is transformed into whatever, you're you feeling warm and you staying alive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so energy always consistently goes. And sometimes I keep talking then I, I lose my point. But anyway. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so remind me, but I I would So basically, I hope that answered your question. Uh, you know, I feel like we need God. Oh, okay. You know, if people are like like animals sometimes. We have this animal animal side of us, you know. Right,
0: the natural like instinct from our our past um generations, I yeah, think. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh.
1: And and sometimes people rely on On themselves and they're saying I can find God within myself I can find my own I just tap into the innate thing inside of me and then BAM I become but I feel like no you need there's always a a structure there's always some type of you know and it's not gonna look the same for everybody there's always some type of order that you're able to ascend with you Mm -hmm. know you a dog would not know how to be domesticated unless a human being came and domesticated that dog you know Mm -hmm. it wouldn't understand it would just be wild and it wouldn't understand the life of a domesticated dog unless a human being came and domesticated it right you know so Mm -hmm. i feel like the same thing is with god like and with people we can't understand and be gods quote unquote until we can and, and ascended beings until we can really be connected to somebody who's already ascended you know yeah okay and so he brings and so people that's why people tap into buddhas and stuff like that i don't I no judgment against those people and anybody who finds a different path other than my own. But I just know what works for me right. and I know what's produced the best fruit in my life and yeah. that is following Jesus and understanding, you know, the connection with the Holy Spirit, the power of the angels that's around you, tapping into them, mm-hmm. and then using, using the spirit realm and your giftings together
0: to, to create
1: a difference with people, you know? Right.
0: Right. Absolutely. And to kind of go back really quick, yeah. you were saying that we kind of have to go and reach a certain point where we see something more physical, right? Because the I can only speak from my experience, but like growing up in El Segundo, in the South Bay, and everyone around me um, were Christian families, Christian Catholics. But the things that kind of turned me and my friends away to early age is that we have nothing to see. It's just that, it's that blind faith. It's that trust. The trust that. God is there, God is gonna protect us, God is gonna help us through anything. But that moment that some sort of hardship comes in our way, we're like, whoa, you're supposed to be watching over us. And then we have nothing physically to see. And so it seems to us, it's just like, what are we even, what are we really praying into? So definitely learning how to tap into something where you can actually feel someone or maybe feel something physical or see someone physical is a game changer for sure, for most people in my generation, for sure. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, we need that that confirmation yeah. but i know like a, a part of the process is putting your faith into god and putting your faith into um what you believe in and yeah. then that's the the real leap of faith that you're supposed to take but for for me personally as well as many of my other friends we need that like physical affirmation or that physical confirmation that like okay this is this is what we're like promised after after we exist here on earth and interact and learn and grow yeah but it's just so difficult to even wrap my head around like how do we even see someone physical? Or how do we even see like, something into the next dimension?
1: Well, it's, it all starts, for me, with faith. You know, it, yeah. all, it does start there. You know, if we, if we didn't really have you know, faith, we wouldn't really be able to go toward the next level. Because, right. you know, they, our faith, our human belief, is actually a substance. It's actually a power. People don't get that, but your belief, even when you watch those like Disney Channel movies or those fairy movies, just believe, and it's like some type of power. Or when you're watching like anime, like when you're watching you see them like, oh, the power of our nakamas, just believe, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Everybody understands or they kind of get like a kind of glimpse that there is a power in belief, you know? And so God uses that too. Mm -hmm. And we do need this tangible. I wasn't, you know, that was my biggest prayers when I was younger was like hey like be real to me like be real I, I need to see the realness of you if not then i'm just i'm like i'm just do my own thing you know right right exactly <laughs> this is actually my process too and so but he definitely he definitely answered that you know and it's different ways it's through different unexplainable but totally circumstantial but totally like real moments where we just kind of get convinced in our heart that we Like, that God is real, and that this is real, that that was real, that who we are in that process. Okay, wow. Like, now, once I get this revelation, I realize my life isn't some meaningless, you know, I have purpose. You know, but it does start where you have to figure out, you know, what is this? What's real? And I do see a lot of people who, you know, I've had people who didn't really believe in god like that and then they kind of had an experience and then it kind of like totally changed their life i've had right. people with cody cody was the, one of the people that brian was talking about cody yeah was completely new age when i first met him and right. he understood that what i tapped into was a little bit stronger than what he understood and so he sought knowledge and then he was like okay tell me everything you know and i told him and he was like oh, okay wow like you don't even need to to, to do ayahuasca which is what was that was his experience. He went right. to this, uh, I think, Peru or Peru. yeah,
0: in Peru. Yeah, and some he went, shaman.
1: Yeah, the shaman and yeah. took an ayahuasca and he had a horrible trip. I mean, he and the funny thing is though, he healed the shaman because the shaman got ill, and then he ended up using tapping into something and healing the shaman. But um, wow, <laughs> but <laughs> That's so crazy. but the funny wow. but the thing is, when he had his encounter with using the ayahuasca, he was he was kind of like made afraid of something. There was something that was that traumatized him. That kind of his growth a little bit and you know and he's very he was very open with it that's why i feel like i'm free to say it right um but he uh so we dealt with that we we learned to to move past those little barriers and he started getting stronger in his his faith and then he started like wow i just want to i want to devote myself to to the spirit guide that you devote yourself to and so he he started to pick up christ and he said he called it different he called it christ consciousness which is totally fine like whatever you name it you're going right. to understand it in your experience that it's going to it's going to be something that gives you life and so whatever whether you call it Christ consciousness or holy spirit or love consciousness you know, he learned that it was where that it was real and that it made him stronger and so that's the path that he eventually took he does not he don't like christians too he doesn't like <laughs> but he loves god <laughs> he just don't right. like christians
0: it's because <laughs> I feel like there's like a stigma that comes with certain christians especially like you see in the news with certain um, political parties that have Christians that are very like, oh, we hate the LGBTQ community, right. this, this, and that. Then you have the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh. and like It's just like all these negative stigmas attached to Christianity. Because um, before um, I started dating my girlfriend Rosa, um, I was born and raised Catholic. So that's all I knew. It's a very, um, uh, with all respect, it's a very antiquated viewpoint on religion, I think, because... Um, once Rosa showed me into Chris, like into Christianity and the way they look at things, it's a very personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But I felt like with Catholicism, it was a very like, buy the books. If you mess up five Hail Marys, go talk to someone and then you'll be forgiven for all your sins. But instead it's like with Christianity, it's more of like, if I mess up, I know that God's there and we're going to talk it out. We're going to be like, yeah, okay. He knows that I messed up and I'll figure it out with him. opposed to being like kind of shunned and be like oh you should make those kinds of mistakes but right it definitely seems to me that uh it definitely seems to me that christianity has awful stigmas but it's not like it's. This not all. We can't work in um, absolutes. Right. Not every single Christian is going to be right. an awful person that yeah. hates a certain <laughs> a certain group of based on their sexuality. Right. So I think that's like a huge thing too yeah. with like Cody as well. Maybe who knows? Okay, There's I mean, like certain stigmas. Yeah, it
1: was definitely certain strict stigmas. You know, um, a lot of people have a certain stigma because that was not Jesus's intent. Jesus hung out with sinners and he was he was a friend to them. He ate and drank with them. They loved yeah. him. He right. had more joy than everybody, mm-hmm. and, and so the whole idea of, oh, I'm holy and they're not, so I can't hang out with them is totally just man-made. I don't know where it came from. It wasn't, you know, our goal is to function and f- and to be like Jesus if right. you are a Christian, a true Christian, you know, so we're not, we're trying to be Christ-like, but I understand that there's people, Westboro Baptist, like, I love, I have a lot of gay friends, you know, Right. Uh, and so I don't really kind of agree with just a lot of the gay hate and a lot of the you know everybody's at their own past. I believe that there's pastors today that will go to hell, but I believe that right, right, (laughs) right, absolutely because they were focused on what Jesus told us to focus on. What is that? To Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you if you're doing that, you're fulfilling all of the law. You know, basically being a decent human being. You know, yeah, yeah. you don't have to put a stamp on that that says religion you know to be a basic a decent human being. Well, I feel like Jesus invited us to is to have a personal relationship with Christ. And um, not to just have a theolo- theological talk or anything like that. Right. But, you know, back in the day when Adam and Eve they they sinned that they separated their their, their relationship with God. And so Jesus is his ministry was so powerful because he re- reconciled us back to God. So now now our own messed upness won't mm-hmm. get in the way in front of somebody who's perfect. It won't get in front of our relationship because he is perfect, you know right. and that's the thing and, and being imperfect people, serving a perfect God is not easy, you know right <laughs> right yeah I dealt with like his own like his own types of chastenings and stuff like that but he I'm his son. like I believe Brian is his son. Everybody who chooses to be you know covered by that is his son. Um, and or daughter. Right. And you're meant to rule and reign. You're meant to have authority over the earth and animals and weather and elements and, and we're angels. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, like, I just feel like a lot of people have a negative stigma against it because they don't see the, the good fruit. They always see the judgment and the hypocrisy. When we're not even, that's not even our job. We're not supposed to, like, look at people's flaws. We're actually supposed to look at their good qualities and call that forth and say, I see this, like, good trait in you. I see something better coming from that than, or than just calling out their mess. Because, like, for an example, I, I, was, I was prophesying at a church over a bunch of people, and mm-hmm. I was, um, you know, and they were getting... Filled with the Holy Spirit, and they were one of the manifestations of, of having the Holy Spirit come is people fall over. Okay, they'll be standing right. up, and I tell them a word, or I'll pray for them and just have my hand over above their head, and they'll fall over. You know, that right. they just get overwhelmed with a feeling of euphoria, they get overwhelmed with uh, electricity or, or heat, or just a, a weight that just falls upon them. And usually, something happens, so when they get up, they're different, they're changed somehow something whether it's tiny or big they'll change something alteration to yeah that. and god's always healing and always always doing that stuff but um you know i was basically uh prophesying over people and i called out this one lady and the lady looked kind of she looked kind of like you know like ratchet a little bit right you know she <laughs> she looked a little cray cray but i was like you know god loves you you know he he doesn't judge you i and i just started to see i just started to speak what i saw the good in her life i saw her as somebody who can help women mm-hmm. who's been abused i saw her as somebody who can help coach women to get off the street and Everything that she looked like, I just turned it around and made it opposite. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> because good. she looked crazy. She looked like she was a prostitute. And then she came to, to me a year later telling me, do you remember me? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. And oh, then she man. was all like, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but she told me, she was like, you told me about... She, and I, she said I told her details, but I don't remember any of that. But that happens a lot to me, that I, I will speak stuff and prophesy to people, and I don't remember, remember the stuff that I said or did. But
0: um, Is it because it's like some sort of um, the spiritual being is kind of flowing through you so you're just kind of like yeah just going on and on so it's just kind of flowing through you and that's what you're speaking into them so whatever the spirit wants to tell them you're kind of like the middleman for that conversation i guess exactly okay and i kind of like
1: i'm not holding i'm not going into my own imagination to do it i'm just flowing being a vessel yielded vessel for him to move And sometimes I remember if he wants me to, but most of the time I forget because it's like hard to remember every prophecy he said. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I can only imagine. I can only imagine. But she came back to me a year later and told me, hey, like, I was a ex-prostitute, I was a drug addict, you know, and I was a lesbian and you even talked about me having a lesbian at home waiting for me after i got back off church and i'm like oh really and <laughs> she you and she said that she totally got off a drug she totally stopped being a prostitute and she said she broke up with her girlfriend for her breaking up with her girlfriend was a choice in a health in a healthy step of her life and so there's some people whether you're lesbian or straight that you got to like disassociate yourself with because sometimes relationships are toxic right. and and that's a whole nother podcast. Of toxic relationships, you know? Yeah, Understanding exactly. Understanding and discerning toxic people. Right. But, uh, Absol- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but she decided absolutely. to break up with her girlfriend, and, and then she told me that she started getting prostitutes off the street. She started getting people off of drugs, and she started. She looked when I saw her again. She looked like a completely changed woman, and so she started thanking me. And she was like, "You, you made a big impact in my life and stuff like that." So I was like, "Wow!" Like I can't take credit for that because I kinda, I didn't know these details. I don't. I only try to be a vessel. And that's what, like, makes me happy about, like, being a servant of God and a son of God because the good that I produce. Because when I tried to go somewhere else, the good that I tried to produce became evil. And, and you know.
0: And how do you how do you not let that get to your head? Because from another hurdle that I had to kind of jump over when I'm kind of accepting religion back into my life again was I see pastors trying to sell religion. So it's people like... You want you want this prayer pack is 2099 and stuff like this, this, and that. And so yeah. I see people like this and they have these, I'm not going to name any names, but like these pastors that have like mega churches. Right. And there's one guy in particular in Texas. I am not very fond of him at all. And so because multiple reasons, one, because of the hurricanes happening in, in Texas at the time, he closed the doors. He closed the doors of the church because he didn't want any damages, didn't want things stolen. It was just a number of reasons, mm. but he closed his doors. And so I'm just like, it's not the coolest thing to do. And it right. it's kind of makes little sense. And so anyways, he kind of sells religion, sells these prayer packs and everything like that. Oh, wow. And I feel like maybe he had the same kind of beginnings that you are right now where you like, you go, wow, I impacted this person's life so much. And I feel like there's some sort of ego trip. There's like mm. the man part of things that yeah. kind of get delved into it where they're like, oh, wow, I can make this impact. Well, why not do this and then make money too? Because... Like we're talking about earlier the whole western ideology is very materialistic very monetary and so it's just like how do i monetize selling people religion and Mm -hmm. it's just so how do you not let that get to your head and kind of like let that manifest into something where it's just like whoa i feel like i'm god (laughs) like because that's that's what i feel like when i hear them talk too it's just like,
1: like i mean it's just because it's like the people believe that because you're the mouthpiece of god like you're. You know, uh, there was a truth to it, but everything is perverted. Every, every, every type of truth that we see gets perverted. Because in Moses, in the Bible, Moses, he was a mouthpiece of God. He was, you know, he was God's appointed leader for Israel when he delivered them out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And he moved mightily with power and stuff like that. When people tried to come against him, the, the ground would open up and swallow them and it closed back up again. You know, right. and so we want to have respect for them. But at the same time, we can we have to understand when they're abusing their power and stuff like that. Um, people, I, it's a huge debate whether like or not, you know, selling money and selling prayer packets and stuff like that for a donation of this. They usually say right. for a donation of this or for a donation of that. I'm like, that's right. not a donation. Exactly, you're, you're paying for. It. They're trying and to I sound better. Honestly, yeah. I just try not to. I try not to judge, but at the same time, I recognize that I don't like it. Right. And so I just be that's like, fair. okay, yeah, absolutely. I don't like that. I will not practice that. So most of the time, the stuff I do for people, like. For me personally, I do it for free. If people need prayer for healing, I don't right. like <laughs> <Right, right. Right, laughs> be like $5. Right, right. i be like, okay, go for it. You know what I mean? I right, pray for them, and they get healed or delivered or whatnot, and right. you know, I think right. that's how it's supposed to be. Even with Agreed. rich people, like I've done some of the celebrities' houses of exorcism, and I, I expected something.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> right, something. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. come on, you're rich. But Slip he me a give, 20 at least yeah. something. Right, he, didn't, right. he didn't
1: give me nothing, but it's okay because it was, like, it was not about that. It was like, it was, you know, it would have been not. Nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm of like, course, you know, right. know. You know that thousand dollars is just sitting on your shelf, like right, exactly. <laughs> okay, I see day, what you're saying with that, yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like it's not about me. It's not about you know. It's really about God and people who kind of do charge. Then I, I start to to, uh, to question their rel- their validity. Yeah. And to, to question their their actual impact that they make in their life, like. It
0: seems like a mass manipulation kind of thing. Or mm-hmm. it's just like they're trying to sell their brand of Christianity opposed to like right. the divine. So
1: Because when it's really true, people will really help fund that vision. They will get behind you. Mm-hmm. You know, I have people I don't have people, but there are people in my life who like really do see what's on my life, even even when I don't see it. And, you know, they, they, they love what I do and they love, you know, how I use my gifts and they just mm-hmm. will give me a fifty dollar bill and I don't ask for it. Or they'll, or I'll be like, "Hey guys, I need gas money to like get home." <laughs> yeah, and right, then, right. And they'll give me two hundred dollars, you know. And right. so it's just like, "Hey, like," but I never really like charge for a healing or charge for it because Jesus never charged for healing. He didn't charge for, you it know. All, so yeah, it was all free. He all said, of his freely, freely you receive, but freely you shall give. But the funny thing was, Jesus had a treasurer. Meaning that a lot of people saw his vision, saw what he was about, and they gave unto him. You know, they 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 kept giving. He right. his tre he he was wealthy. He wasn't a, he wasn't a poor guy. You know, people when he was on the cross, people were uh, gambling over his clothes. You know, uh, if you right. <laughs> if you had good clothes, I mean, if you had raggedy clothes, no one would gamble over your clothes. You know, you had to have some nice looking clothes for right. some people to gamble over your clothes. So, you know, it, it is a perspective of that. But I feel like just like don't let people and don't let even situations where you thought God said something or whatnot. Don't let that deter you from your your spiritual pursuit of enlightenment in him. Because, you know, we always get stuck by our own, you know, understandings and perceptions and perspectives. And then finally, when time goes by, we kind of realize that, oh, wow, it wasn't like I thought it was, you know. Right. So I always say keep going. Keep 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 praying. It's the things that's done in a secret place. The secret place is like your prayer your prayer clo- your prayer prayer closet, the place where you devote yourself to God. Like, right. It's, it's the secret place. That's the power of your gifting, you know. Witches and warlocks, they have their own type of rituals and stuff that they do to get power. They don't rely on Holy Spirit. They rely on a familiar. If we're going to go on the opposite side, the reason why I always correlate these two. Sorry, I kind of just hit that. No, a, I always no. correlate these two because, you know, they're kind of like, in my mind, like the Jedi and the Sith. <laughs> right, you yeah, know? yeah. That's and a good so comparison. It, it kind of is, though. Because, yeah. like, I've, I've dealt with riches who were, like, totally had their own, you know, they had their own power. They had their own influence. They had their own, you know, force. And they were kind of intimidating, you know. Right. But at the same time, I realized that my, my power reigned supreme because of who I serve. Uh, but it was definitely a battle because, in their mind, their power reigned supreme. And we were, we were, we were, we were right. fighting over this territory, but I'm not going to go into detail about that. But right. just, you know, I wanted to bring the emphasis on the fact that all religions and spiritualities, they understand the power of one thing, blood. Yeah. You know, blood is, you know, when people are doing sacrifices, they understand there's power in the blood. And so the reason why I feel like Christianity is so powerful and has, and has dominated the world for hundreds of years, even though we don't like the way people dominated the world we still see that it dominated the world yeah you know the reason why it was because we tap into the blood of god whether or not you believe in god we tap into it's because of the blood of jesus that our sins are forgiven but also that we are able to get healing Mm -hmm. and and freedom from any evil entity um and just ascension it's because of the blood but you know i see people who do voodoo, santeria and all these different stuff and they use the blood of chickens the blood of goats and even satanic people will use actual human sacrifices in, in mm-hmm. scary cases right but um the reason why their power can't stand against our power is because we function out of the blood of god that's the most precious commodity you know uh-huh. and so we, and right. we it, it's so powerful that we don't even need to have the physical substance in front of us but we can tap into the power by faith and say, you know, I I align myself with the truth of the blood, and it will manifest some type of reaction in our everyday life. Like right. for an example, my sister was driving her car, and she was driving it recklessly. I mind you, telling you, she right. so reckless with her driving, but she was driving it real fast, and she ended up getting in a crazy accident that literally like totaled the car. Everything was horrible. She couldn't get anything out of her mouth before it happened, um, right. other than the blood. <laughs> uh, when she that was her prayer the blood you know that's all she said the yeah. blood and when she hit the car everything went turning around on the freeway and all that car went it was destroyed but she came out of the car without a scratch the doctors was like you are a walking miracle and she's like no i just got guy you know and, right, and, and right. in the car the picture of the car it shows how like there was a like something outlining her body that was perfectly everything else was crushed in but it was like a perfect area of her body that was outlined, keeping her safe, and so.
0: Wow, that's amazing!
1: It's the power and the revelation. Every time we right. get a revelation, it it should empower us to be able to do something that we never we never did before. You know, when we get a revelation of who we are, we're we're something transformed into something different. Revelation is just isn't just the way we say nice words, but I can keep going. Okay, no, right, <laughs> right, no, <laughs> I agree with
0: that wholeheartedly. Um, that's an amazing story, also. That's absolutely amazing that there's a perfect outline of her in the car. She's protected by God. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Um, One thing that always kind of so, as I'm sure everyone can probably hear by now, I definitely had my own turmoil with religion. But uh, going through history class, we hear about the Crusades. We hear about so many different um, manipulations of Christianity mm-hmm. and the faith in order to conquer. Wh- what how much did that really change because if it started from a very pure place but then it seems that everything kind of just shifted out of like world domination for for Christianity and Christians do you, you I remember you said just a minute ago um you weren't really um you aren't really proud of the past of it does that does that impact you now looking back at what it took for the religion to kind of stand the test of time um i mean <laughs> everything
1: it's kind of tainted because everything has human hands on it, you know. So we right. can't really expect anything of ours to really be perfectly innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I know that there's people, you know, and ways things could have been done better, but it's not, and that's 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 why we need God. Right. But um, I definitely don't like to 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 base my faith or my conclusion on a matter based off of people's actions or or say. A certain thing is wrong just because these people were wrong it's like saying money is wrong for somebody using it for something wrong it's like it's not the money that's wrong it's it's, it's the person that the was person, wrong person you yeah. know you can use money for good or you can use it for evil money is just money you know I feel like that's the same thing with the religion you know we have people who used it for good right people who used it for world domination right <laughs> or right for, for control and there's a lot of pastors that control with religion today mm-hmm they live their life they get their earnings off of you know their church congregation you know but Mm -hmm. then we i judge you judge everything by the fruit and the fruit is something that's talked about in scripture the fruits of the spirit is like love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control are you seeing those things perpetuated in the life of the pastor those fruits perpetuated in the life of the people that's receiving from them or are they just the same are they getting worse you know what I mean, right? So it's it's definitely something we got to discern, but it didn't take my faith away, you know, mm-hmm. um, because you know we're we're around people,
0: <laughs> right? Right. It's manipulation by man. <laughs> yeah, you right. Know, people, people are
1: people, but you know, it was it wasn't until for me, I didn't get serious for God until I had my own encounter with Him, and so it wasn't people who you know, yeah, they helped frame, frame the structure, but it didn't get real for me until. You know, I had my own spiritual encounter and a relationship established, and so uh, somebody can't take away. And people in their imperfections can't take away that from me ever. I right. can't take away right. that encounter, Absolutely. that experience for me. So mm-hmm. I kind of just base my life off of that, and then I look back over it and see how much I've grown, see how things could have been, right. and see how things are now, and I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful. You know, yeah, lucky yeah, to so,
0: <laughs> be alive during this time. Yeah, right. So you
1: know, I don't, I don't trip. People are people.
0: Right. It's way different now than it was back then. So it yeah. makes sense to not really worry too much about it. But it, it does raise a question of, like, why? It, what happened where they had to manipulate their religion so far away from its morals and virtues that it carries right. to, like, dominate?
1: It's well, I mean, crazy. There's, time, there's scriptures in the Bible that talks about uh, how jo- uh, Joshua and David, they took over and they conquered land, they conquered territories. And there was scripture where people heard or was read where God said kill everybody and <laughs> take the whole land and kill everybody. Is that is
0: that the Old Testament?
1: Yeah, that's the Old Testament. Gotcha. And so a lot of people were like, wait, how could this Old Testament be this New Testament? And how could you combine that together? And how, how could you, right. this be the same God?
0: Because you have a vengeful kind of God in the Old Testament, a more forgiving <laughs> and loving God in the New Testament, right? Is mm-hmm. that? Okay.
1: And the reason why is because of covenant. We got to understand the power of covenant. You know, God, the Bible is just the way God has presented himself to humanity and how Humanity has interacted with God mm-hmm. and it was all done with covenants and God used man to form covenants with The reason why we're so loving we're able to be merciful is because of the the sacrifice and the, the blood of Jesus Which made a new covenant between God and man so that he wouldn't be so vengeful and immediate in his judgments mm-hmm. And so the Old Testament the reason why it's Profound even though I don't agree with a hundred percent everything it says, but I do believe its foundation is is valid. Because it showed us the how 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 God's um, I'm sorry I'm losing the words I'm trying to say but his his he's, he was holy. God was just, he right. was righteous, and his standards. There we go. Showed us his standards. Okay. He showed us what he would tolerate and what he wouldn't tolerate. And when uh, we're able to gotcha. see what he would and wouldn't tolerate, we're able to look in the New Testament and be like, wow, we're well, judging by what you would and wouldn't tolerate. You must love me because I should have been dead. Right, you right. Know? Okay. okay. You see the blood of Jesus, you know, because he, he first presented himself to the world through Israel. And so he showed that he was God through Israel, the God of Israel. Uh, help take territories and free them from Egypt, and you know they they Moses dealt with the the Egyptian magicians who were able to mimic his miracles. He turned his staff into a snake. They turned their staff into snakes. You know he was able to turn water into blood. They turned water into blood. The only difference was he was much more powerful, <laughs> right. which was his stuff affected the whole nation. When they tried to release a plague, it only affected a couple people. He released a plague, it affected the whole country, you know, so it was a little bit different. Um, but I do believe that it did show us the standards. And then it right. shows, wow, like why we have, if you didn't have the standards, then we wouldn't even know why God would be mad. We don't even know why. Like we would just be like, there would be no law. It would just be kind of, but because we were shown what was right, he separated Israel from the rest of the countries by have, invoking all these roles on them and imposing all these roles on them and saying, this is how I am and this is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't do uh-huh. to separate them from the surrounding countries because the surrounding countries were Baal worshipers and worshipers of Ashtaroth. And they these people were people who would like sacrifice their children to, to Ashtaroth or Baal. They would, they would their, their symbol of worship mm-hmm. was a giant orgy and so he'll be like, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. eat what they eat. You don't do what they do. You're completely different. You're my people. Yeah. And if you do anything that, you know, you, you'll see the consequences. You know, he'll tell them all that. Exactly. But right. that was to show his standards and to show how he was different. You know, that he fulfilled his promises. Because the thing that I've seen in the scriptures was he was always faithful to complete and fulfill his promises. Mm-hmm. And he will get sad and heartache at Israel for not fulfilling their promises they'll be like oh he'll be like oh Israel if you just come back to me and just love me again then I'll heal your land and then I'll, I'll free you from the slavery and then I'll and all, everything else he'll say but you know it's, it's a lot in it I look at right. the, as it a big, as a big love story between God and humanity because
0: interesting that's good I'm
1: going to say something that's a little out there okay. but I believe that you know we don't function at our full capacity our brain capacity but I believe that if we did, we would all be, you know, you could say psychically or telekinetically connected. Okay. I believe that human beings are not, we're not made to just be individual creatures. Right. But we're made to be actual, like, you know, like the, the aliens from stuff. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, like, we are one. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, kind of, like, not as creepy, but, right. like, kind of like that. Like, we'll be able to have access to each other's experience and access to each other's memories and stuff like that if we loved each other, you know? Right. I feel like we were, if we were able to function as 100%, you know, conscious brain activity, all that going on is good. We would be able to be one. We will be able to connect with each other deeper. We'll be able to like be more like gods because scripture talks about how, you know, man came together and this is before all the different languages were formed. Mm -hmm. And they tried to build this tower and they said, we're gonna build this tower and go into heaven and throw God out of heaven and we're going to be, you know, and then God came on the scene and was like, oh, crap. Right, right. If they, I don't think he was worried, but this is my interpretation. He wasn't worried, but he was like, if they decide to do anything, anything they decide to do together, they will be able to do it. So let's scatter them. And then, you know, people started speaking different languages. That's the biblical uh, explanation of why everybody's languages are so different.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Wow.
1: But, um. So I believe that there's a power in us being you know made in the image and likeness of God, being united, you know, we can do we're greater together than apart. And we are the gods of this realm, this earth realm. Like God was the God of the high heavens and all that, but he gave authority over earth to man. Like we were his represent we were supposed to be his representatives on earth. That's why we were made in his image and likeness. Right. We were supposed to be him. Okay. And, and so when he looks from heaven and he sees earth, he sees like a a female type of, and he, God, in the, biblically speaking, he sees, you know, the church and the people of God as female, a female, meaning more passive, meaning more, like, he's the dominant, we're the, he's the leader, we're the follower type of thing. Okay. And uh, some people get freaked out by that, especially God. Especially <laughs> like, <"Wait." laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, God totally, like, he loves, he loves man, and when he sees man, he, he he wants an intimate relationship. Even the angels, like, they're jealous. Not jealous. Well, I mean, the demon, The demonic angels are jealous, the fallen angels. But yeah. even angels, they're, like, curious. Like, how could he love them so much? Like, he died for them. He 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 did all this. And they're like, we've been with him for all of eternity or for this many years. Yeah. But, you know, this many eons. But we haven't been shown the side of him. And so they learn more about God through watching our lives, you know? Interesting. So...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk
1: on and on about that.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. I mean, you're able to the cite scripture so so like effortlessly, like it's like ingrained in your brain, and then, <laughs> that's awesome. Like that's so cool. Um, having said that, do you do you wholeheartedly believe in the whole in the whole scripture, all the stories, Noah's Ark? Oh, because that's another thing that. A lot of people are just like, these stories are outrageous. Like, how is this even possible?
1: <laughs> Don't even get me started on Noah's Ark, man. <laughs> because that's like, my interpretation of that is like crazy. First of all, <laughs> Noah's <laughs> Ark, the days of Noah. Let's talk about the days of Noah. The days of Noah wasn't like our days. Because right. back in the days of Noah, there were giants. And scripture talks about it. It hints at it. Okay, There were giants. He says that the fallen angels... they were originally angels and they were assigned to watch mankind and the book of Enoch talks about this too. They were assigned to watch mankind but the fallen angels saw that the men were the men's wives and the women were beautiful and so they were like we want them for ourselves and so they began you know Having sex with the women. the few, the funny thing about these um fallen angels was they were they were a rare species of angels specifically designed to help guide humanity. so they were made with a human body. they were made not with a human body but with a physical body. right. you know and so that's why a lot of people believe that people with the animal heads like in the Mayans and the Egyptian you know cultures and yeah, stuff like that right. they will have a pyramid and they will have writings and carvings of a, a person with an animal head. yeah. but well, those were supposedly the fallen angels who kind of disrobed themselves and they wanted to show that they were different and so they were the gods they were worshiped as gods right and gotcha so anyway the the fallen angels had sex with men so sw- oh, women and begat giants the the, the 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 nest of them that's what they call them the half human half angel hybrid or okay. giants and and the giants <laughs> i know this is kind of crazy but i'm interested the giants became, you know, real, they, t- they took over, they were like a virus, they took over the whole earth, and they, everything was evil, you know, and they learned from the fallen angels, they learned sorcery, they learned iron sh- workers, and that's why people say, oh, I learned, I, b- I believe that humanity learned all that stuff, math and mechanics and all that from the aliens, <clears throat> but to me, they
0: were one and the same. You know mm. the
1: aliens are the same thing that as the fallen angels.
0: Perfect, because that was my next question for you. Is, <laughs> based on if you believe the whole scripture and everything, do you believe that aliens exist? Heck yes. <laughs> in, like in, not on Earth, but like in other galaxies, planets. I
1: believe in these beings that are interdimensional and they have technologies that you know we we're supposed to have. But I believe that since they're, I believe that they're not for God. And therefore, they're going to always throw in a lie or throw in something that says that we were the original inseminators of this planet. We, you know, and I believe that's actually going to come up one day, like one day, because you know, there's been so many UFO sightings. There's been mm-hmm. so many. I've seen a freaking UFO, you know. Really? So, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? And so it's like, OK, okay all these testimonies, it, 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 it points to one thing, but it goes back to the fallen angels in the days of the Noah, because what were they doing? You know, they were they were corrupting the DNA. Mm -hmm. You know, and and these fallen angels, they had technology, but then they were locked away. They were locked away for a while, and then (laughs) I believe in nineteen forty eight, around that time, they started to get released again. And that was around the time that Israel was uh, became a nation again, which fulfilled a prophecy. And that's the reason why Israel is so important, because Israel was prophesied that they will scatter all around the world, and they did. And then that they will become a nation again, and then they did. That was 2,000 years later, so in 1948. So right. That's why it was like such a big deal, what Donald Trump was doing with Jerusalem, moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem and claiming that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel was kind of a big thing as well. And I don't believe that all of John, Donald Trump's stuff was great, but that was a good move. But um. Fair, anyway, fair enough. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I no, bring up no, that name. Like, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. You did not no.
0: say that name. No. <laughs> it's totally fine. I I, I agree. That's an interesting. That's a that's a cool move. I didn't I didn't know that, but having heard that,
1: yeah, that sounds good. And so um, anyway, the aliens I believe are coming back, and they're gonna be they're gonna be. And this person's like, oh, I feel so crazy, but (laughs) this this is me revealing my own personal thought process. That's perfect. I believe that the fallen angels were aliens and that they are going to make themselves more known. They have been making themselves known, but what they have been doing with abducting people and stuff is they've been experimenting with our DNA. Right. I believe that they want to make our DNA. They either want to make our DNA corrupted to such a degree where we cannot become who we were originally made to be, which were ambassadors of God. Right. You know the you know because we were made in His image and likeness. Everything is done against Him. He's the He's the main character. Everybody else's haters is against Him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so right, right. <laughs> and so I believe that you know there's gonna be a time where you know aliens is gonna really just make their presence known and be like, we created this stuff. We did this. And They're gonna offer technologies. And stuff to humanity that's going to be like, wow, like, why do we need even God? You know? Right. We can, I, I just infused my DNA with this DNA of a chameleon, and now I can regrow my arm if I cut it off. Like, why do I need to? And they're already doing DNA technology.
0: They are. They yeah, are. DNA so splicing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's
1: just like, but um, I also, what I've seen in, you know, the kingdom of God world, you know, I'm like, okay, well, by the time they do all that stuff, we're going to be so advanced in our our powers, our understanding of the powers that be, you know, and who we really are. I know, I've I've seen, you know, demons come out of people. Just recently, (laughs) I've seen, uh, you know, people get metal dissolved out of their bodies. I've had a lump underneath my armpit, you know, and somebody called it out and didn't know that i and i forgot that i had it too and then it it disappeared and i was freaking out about this lump because i didn't know if it was cancerous i was like what is this i never had a lump in my body ever right and so i was like what is this but it disappeared you know
0: that's phenomenal
1: and so that kind of was like okay i always i'm always seeing i see people and her name is Senora Marta. She only speaks, as, uh, speaks Spanish and so I had to get yeah. good in my Spanish espanol. Right. but uh, <laughs> I had to nice. <laughs> I had to she only speaks Spanish. she's from El Salvador, but she has an amazing miracle that happens with her where oil just starts dripping in a container and it just and she gives that oil away for free And people who use that oil for certain things like body ailments and whatnot, cancer, they get healed. You know, I, I have friends wow. that are in Washington that, you know, they experience gemstones just coming out of them and all appearing around them. And like, these are like actual like miracles and stuff that I've seen with my own eyes. Like he came to Cali and I, you know, he had a meeting and like literally when he was talking about um, dealing with people with suicide, you know, and how mm-hmm. much treasured, how treasured they are, mm-hmm. the gems the just everywhere. Wow. And I was like. And I picked some up and I took them home, you know. And right. so I've seen so much. I've seen, I have a couple friends that are dead raisers. My mama's a dead raiser, you know, people who died, you know. You raise them from the dead. Yeah. Just it's, like Jesus did. Yeah, just like Jesus did. I've seen people uh, who've delivered satanic high priestesses out of Satanism. If you don't know what that is, (laughs) that's another level, (laughs) like the dark side, dark side, like that there, she told us everything she was doing. And I'm sorry to be blunt, but she, she told us how she, um, after we, it took 12 hours to get all those demons out of her. But after the afterwards, she told us that she, uh, she, she killed four of her kids and ate their hearts, sacrificed them to Satan. She told us what she did to get the rank that she had in the dark side right. in the spirit. But she was able to do many things. She was able to astral project, move things with her mind, and, you know, commit, do curses on people that would happen real fast. She was powerful so, wickedly. But.
0: It seems like, okay, so it seems like if you're able to kind of pledge something to, like, let's say the dark side for now, mm-hmm. that it seems like, not, not that it's easier, but it's kind of like a shortcut, almost, to like get these kind of um, these kind of powers, I guess, mm-hmm. where it's just like, okay, you kind of have to devote yourself to the devil. And it seems like a, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like a, a faster way to connect. So you can kind of connect to the devil faster, if your mentality takes you there. If you're really like, something tragic happens, and of course you allow that to kind of let you flow into the, the dark side of things. Mm-hmm. Is it would it be faster to connect that way opposed to like connecting to god or like it seems like with god it seems like a lot of steps a lot of practice a lot of trials and tribulations leading up to earning his trust well
1: oh yeah yeah i got i got you i got you it's 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 interesting yes it is faster for the devil because the reason why is he is that is the that's the reason why you're sacrificing yourself to him or sacrificing or devoting yourself it's for right. that instant gratification gotcha it's for that So he's going to give you, people sell themselves so that they can be and have a good life on earth. And so that's what that's for. While God, on the other hand, is not only working with your life for you to have a good life on earth, but he wants you to have a a life in heaven with good fruits and good rewards. So he uses all types of situations to help to train you because it's easier, trust me, it's easier to learn while we have a sense of urgency, like die, we can die tomorrow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And rather than we're being eternal, we're eternal beings in heaven. It's around all this pleasure. We can't learn in pleasure. Even though pleasure is great, Pleasure, right. we all want pleasure and comfort, we can't learn in that. We learn faster when we are put through tests and, and, and hard circumstances happen and, and, right. and, it, and, it, and it challenges our faith and it challenges everything we believe in. But then if we come out right, we're stronger than ever before, you know? And so a lot of people don't under, they don't like that side of God because right. he deals with multiple things at the same time. So he's dealing with our, our, our earthly realm situation and our spiritual, our soulish situation, which is our mind, our real, our emotions and our heart and our, our spiritual situation, which is our, our, our intuition, our connection with God and, and, and who we were in the past with him. And so, uh, well, selling your soul to the devil is just, you're just dealing with purely your earthly, what you want on earth to happen, and then you give your soul up. Mm-hmm. and so, so your eternity is doomed, but you're going to have a good life on
0: earth, you know? Right, so, right, right. So it's
1: just, it kind of just Which balance. is like a
0: finite experience here some, on earth. And
1: some people are That's like, physical. hey, right, yeah. Some people are like, hey, like, I'd rather, I'd rather in order for me to fulfill my goal of revenge, I don't care what I go through. I'm going to, I don't care about what happens afterwards. I've heard people tell me this. Like, I don't care what I go through afterwards. I just want my revenge now. I want a good life now, my, what I want now. And I'm like, okay, well, I respect that because that's what you choose, but I don't necessarily agree. <laughs> right, right. It's all
0: about choice, right? Right. Exactly. Um, so having said that about aliens, can you explain the the idea of dinosaurs existing? That's always something I've always pondered. Also, is like, were there any dinosaurs involved with the Bible or like the creation of man? Was is that God's doing as well? Dinosaurs? Well, first, okay, hear me <laughs> out. Do you believe dinosaurs exist? Yeah, of course. Okay, you, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Really? It's like, yeah, people are just like
1: there's fossils just, and evidence. Exactly. But uh,
0: certain religious people are like. Those are all planted by the government. Of this, this, and that. A cons- wow. Yeah, there's a conspiracy theory that dinosaurs actually didn't exist. Wow. Right. Okay, so, <laughs> so one of these, you get that, all, get that clear. So, so you believe in dinosaurs? Yeah. So how does it fit into the whole picture of uh, the Bible? Our existence as man, and I mean, well before then. Like, what was? What do you think about uh, that?
1: Well. We just go, first of all, I like to look at cultures all around the world. Right. Each culture has, you know, some type of dragon, some type of dinosaur, you know, and I believe that, you know, they're, they're real. Um, to tell you the truth, I believe they, like some Christians believe that the earth was only around for 7,000 years or 9,000 years. Right. And I mean, more power to them, I don't know. I just know I I believe that the earth was around a lot longer for millions of years, and so that right. there was that there was dinosaurs on the earth, and I believe that they were wiped out by a big old meteor. Right. Um. But yeah, I think that was just a it was a time period in Earth, you know, before God decided to really put man on Earth, before before He decided to that He wanted to, because we we gotta understand that when He placed man on Earth, it's like He. Imagine you created your wife. Oh, <laughs> Imagine right, okay. you, you're God, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna create my wife now, <laughs> and right. she's gonna be with me. She's gonna reign with me forever, but she's gonna start off as as this one little person and grow into becoming this multifaceted being. But uh, <laughs> exactly, and so God, he knows what he do. I think he's the one who sent the meteor. <laughs> I think he's the one who's like, okay,
0: we need a fresh start.
1: It's uh, yeah, it's time to send this back and back to how i wanted it exactly but at the time i do believe that dinosaurs was real um i don't really know how god decided to use them or was that were they just his petting zoo for until he got child i don't know right <laughs> i just, I just know process. that they were real okay but to my theology and beliefs they never really interfered with them I'm like, hey, like, I want a dinosaur, like, hopefully. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hopefully, if I'm eternal and I'm ascended and all that, I can get a dinosaur, like. <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> that's fair, I mean. Right, <laughs> like, I don't really,
1: like, everything kind of fits in my belief system. There's nothing that's outside of my belief system. Okay. Like, and, and, unless it's, like, a pure lie, you know what I mean? But um, I choose to believe in stuff because, of, like, for example, I believe, and people's going to be like, Oh, heck no. But I believe in vampires and werewolves. Why? Interesting. Just like I believe in witches. Why? Because, you know, these, these witches that I know of that we've already delivered demons out of them and they've experienced the dark side and dark realities, they told us. And, you know, we, we've even read in different books similar experiences that confirm their testimony that they told us was they, they said that demons would enter people mm-hmm. and they would choose vampirism or they would choose lycanthropy, or, or, or to be a lichen or whatnot right. and demons would actually enter into them and transform their physical features and they would have powers they would be able to do stuff, some would be werewolves and they would, they would have super strength and they could kill and, you know right. but they were, they, this is deeply hidden in an occult realm interesting you know but I've seen people <laughs> there's this lady, she's a pastor I forgot her name, but she dealt with this war, this warlock, and usually the vampires and the werewolves—they were first warlocks or witches, yeah. which are interesting. But um, uh, because you got to know how to tap into the sources before they can f- finally change something, you know. But and, and it's funny because you look at uh, TV shows and all that good stuff, and they like they talk about oh the source of vampires and werewolves were witches. Right, <laughs> it's right. It's all like it makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, I already knew that. Right. But uh, these, uh, these I, I saw this pastor friend and I had his um more like an associate but this person had to deliver this uh, warlock and the warlock transformed himself into a werewolf and She literally like was wrestling with it on the ground while she was praying to get the demon out, and he was doing stuff. He was doing stuff that was just keep trying to keep her off of him, and he was like, "You can't. You don't have much power over me." And she just kind of kept prevailing. She kept like, "No, you're gonna come out of him. You're gonna be free. God loves this guy. You're not going to. You're not going to hinder him. You're not going to keep his life." And she finally it took some time, but he eventually got you know tired out, and she was able to get all the demons out of him. Wow. You know, I've seen, I have another guy that I love. His name is David Hogan. Oh. And he, uh, he was a guy in Mexico. He's an, we call him an apostle because he went to Mexico, built a church over there, and confronted all the, 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 the witch doctors over there that was trying to stop him. And, you know, with their powers, and, and it was crazy, like, the wow. stories that he would tell, like, how witches will be, like, trying to attack him, and then he will pray, and they'll literally be thrown, like, ten feet back and thrown against the wall, or, wow. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. That's he crazy. raised people back to life wow. in front of them, because the guy would be like, he didn't know who to bring, so he brought the preacher, he brought the witch doctor, he brought the, you know, every, he brought right. all the shamans and the Ye- preacher, and just say, okay, my son is dying, my son is dead, what can you do?
0: Someone save him. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: you know, he will t- tell us about stories like that. But to this won't, won't mean anything to you until you first have understand an understanding that there is something beyond our our physical realm and experience. You know, right. I don't like living my life in a lie, and I feel like that's what a lot of people do. They live their life in a lie. They 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 choose to believe things that you know, you know that are based off of temporary. Rather than based right. off of infinite, the, the the visible came out of the invisible, not the other way around you know and so the the invisible which is, is the spirit realm is the internal realm you know and right. a lot of people need to understand before they can even understand these truths and tap tap into these truths that they gotta get a grounding of the spirit realm and what's around them and mm-hmm. what's the right door is in the spirit to go through because you can exactly. go through the door of Santeria. But is it going to be beneficial for you? I don't think so. You know, at the end of the day, I've heard people, I've had friends who had, you know, they were witches or they, they just knew age. They were evil witches, but they, they dealt with spirits and they were mediums and they were psychics and stuff like that. And they didn't really like Jesus like that because they didn't like the church or they were like, okay, I respect Jesus, but that's not my path. And I respect them. But right. then they will realize that, hey, like, my familiar wanted me to do something very dark. You know, there's always something, an instance where they kind of question, you know, is my past actually the right past? Because they start to see the fruit, you know. Right. I'm tormented at night. I'm, there, there's always something. I always, like, yeah, very they got these powers. Yeah. yeah. There's always, like, these witches. They, she told She told us that, like, she had these powers, but she was tormented by her powers. So, yeah, she was able to do things like move a chair with her mind and, and go and be at another place just by while she's at another place. You know, she can right. bi-locate project. and project and all this. Yeah. She wasn't at peace. She didn't have peace. And that's what I love about God is that he gives us peace. You know, he gives us, mm-hmm. even when everything is around us that's saying no, you're going to die, you're going to go to prison, mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, this person's going to be a horrible outcome for them. Like God, will, when he's here, he brings peace with him. His spirit will bring peace and then you know, okay, everything will be well. You know, I'm going to just keep walking. And then it always just turns out, or <laughs> well, at least in my experience, <laughs> it, right, turns, right, right. it turns out. Well, I know that there's people who had issues happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, what really hit my face hard was um, when my parents got divorced. I was Always stuff like, for everyone. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. My parents were, you know, pastors. We, we fought witches for you. We, right, like, we right. We had stuff sacrificed in front of our door and left. And, you know, yeah. we've had crazy stuff happen. You know, why couldn't you keep my parents together, God? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the only question that can, or the only statement that can answer that is that humans have free will you know absolutely and so you can't control there's circumstances and things that happen because of people's wills that they chose to do and god's not going to afflict people's will god never promised you that you were never going to go through anything he promised you that he's going to be with you while you're going through it and that as you trust in him you know it's going to work out i don't know how it's going to work out but it's going to work out it may not be what you wanted to work out but it worked out
0: you know what i mean right (laughs) right and that's i think that's the the hardest thing that people, or um, I'll speak for myself, where it's just like, I expected, it's kind of like my own perception of how I wanted it to play out, but then it plays out a completely different way and I'm like, oh, I didn't even want it to play out that way, but <laughs> but it, like you said, it is some sort of resolution at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's just going through those trials and tribulations and really understanding the struggle and the strife and also seeing the positives from it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we all live in free will. So yeah. we have a Choice to either continue practicing our faith or take a different path, right? And wh- whatever that might entail. Mm-hmm. And so, one th- one of the gifts that you said you have were looking into the future of prophetizing or prophet. Yeah, prophesizing. Prophesizing or uh, prophet prophet.
1: <laughs> yeah, but people say prophesizing. People prophesizing. say being prof- prophetic, prophesying. Right. Um, wherever, however you say it, tomato, tomato. Right. Um, so it's
0: kind of like seeing into the future, certain events play out. Do you ever get that? the inverse way seeing things of the past
1: oh yeah so let me let me break the gifts down the Bible talks about the gifts of the Spirit which is uh and people group them together and they call that prophetic the prophecy gifts but you got word of knowledge that talks about stuff that's current or stuff that's already happened we talked about prophecy prophecy is basically uh, not necessarily uh, seeing the future but it entails seeing the future you know, it okay. can entail seeing the future, but it's not necessarily Im- limited to that. It's not just pre- pre- pre-cognition where you, like, have a vision, Like, you know that, so Raven, like, she's like, <gasps> oh, <"Precognition."> yeah. vision. <laughs> you know, it's not just like that. It's, right. I mean, it, that's a part of it, but it's, it's so much bigger. Uh, prophesying, prophesying is like um, you hearing God, and he's speaking through you
0: to a person's life. And so... How do you know that? How do you know that it's God talking to you?
1: Well... You know, by, that, <laughs> it, it is a faith thing, right, it is right, a faith right. thing. but Fair. I know it by the fruit, Okay. because I'm just going by faith, I don't know anything, and I'm like, okay, God's telling me this, this, and this about this person, so I right. just tell him, see if it, and I ask questions, I'd be completely valid, I, I'd be completely transparent, right. I'm like, hey, I don't know, this applies to you, but I saw that your mom's name was Maria, and that she was saved all your life and that she's been praying you and she just prayed you out of jail and da 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 da. And they'll be like oh, How'd you know my mom's name was Maria? Right, <laughs> you know, right. Okay. And so when I see that it's working, I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Obviously God is speaking right. because yeah, it's not you're, just you're like that frequency. Right. I'm not just rolling a dice. Yeah, it's you know what comes <laughs> like, up. Right. Yeah. You know, that's what some psychics do and that's why people uh, don't like, you know, because they'd be like, oh, there are too many generalities when people are prophesying over me or whatever. Too many generalities. Right. Like, I see that you want love.
0: Right. It's kind of like horoscopes where <laughs> <Right. or> people <laughs> them, yeah, just I mean, like, yeah I uh, they just in very vague terms, so it kind of relates to everyone. But right. like you said, if it's like specific things where it kind of like ignites them, like, dude, I've never met this man. How does he know my mom's name? Right. Or this, this, and that. Like, it's yeah. Um, if we could transition really quick. Okay. So um, I actually have. Um, a question from someone on Instagram. So um, I just posted a quick question poll, see if anyone had any questions for you about religion, Christianity, God, pursuit of life, anything. And so one of the questions that I did get is, in his opinion, is life as a LGBTQ member considered a sin?
1: Mm, Thank you so much for that question. No, I don't think so, because I believe that what makes you a good person isn't you. <laughs> right, okay. What makes you a good person is God. You know?
0: And Interesting. Can you, can you elaborate on that a yeah, little bit? Yeah.
1: Um, the Bible talks about only God is good. There's none good, none not one. Okay. And so when you choose to have a relationship with God and choose the sacrifice of Jesus, the, the your sinfulness and all of every lie you made everything you stole stolen, every manipulation you did every you know <laughs> every angry moment you had every right. murderous moment hateful moment any type of sexual moment that's negative that you've had right. it goes and dies with jesus and then when jesus re- we believe that jesus resurrected and when he resurrected in righteousness and and holiness and power and he gave that to us and so i believe that anybody even a witch can choose to have a relationship with God, right. that his blood is stronger than any of our inadequacies or any of our preconceived notions or people's judgments. Because at right. the end of the day, there's so many things that happen to people. We don't even know why they're LGBTQ. Some people are at LGBTQ for, because they were m- molested. You know, right, right. some people were, were that because they just never experienced, you know, an attraction to the, to the opposite, opposite sex. And right. how could you be mad at them if they never experienced attraction to the opposite sex? It's like it doesn't make any sense. You know, right.
0: absolutely. And, but absolutely. what God
1: judges is not necessarily, you know, the stuff that is not supposed to be or it's you knowing him. It's right. like it's like you walk into the White House. You can't just walk up into the White House unless you know the president. But if you knew the president, you'd be like, hey, I just had a phone call with him. He said, come in. I'm, you can walk up in there. The Secret Service is going <laughs> to let you in. It's the same thing with God. It's all relational. Okay. You know? And there's people, you know, and there's some people who are proud of their LGBT status. And there's people who aren't. I mean, everybody has to expect right. I see LGBT people who get mad at other LGBT people because they, they prefer to be straight or they want to just be normal. They feel want to be normal, quote unquote, normal. Right. But... No, they're not like that. But you, know, everybody's past is different. For me personally, like, I, I consider myself bisexual. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't really act on that because I sacrificed that part to God so that I can't, you know, that was my sacrifice to him. Which was to remain celibate and not to be, you know, promiscuous and, you know, having guys and girlfriends, girlfriends and guy friends all around. Right. But um, okay. I chose to lay that down and to just, you know, pursue God. And so you know, I believe that God is using me all the time, <laughs> right? <laughs> because okay. it's, it comes out of relationship, you know. And so nobody's disqualified. You only disqualified when you disqualify yourself, and even then, you're not disqualified. You're just deceived into thinking you're disqualified. But God loves everybody. He loves, he loves,
0: regardless of of sexuality, anything you've done in your, in your life.
1: The blood of Jesus is so much stronger. It's the blood that really covers all of that. And it's just you deciding, hey, whether or not, yeah, yeah, I just had sex with five people yesterday in one night. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, lied and stole. But if you choose God, you're going to see, and I'm not talking about, oh, just choosing, I believe in you, Jesus. But like, you actually see the fruit, you're, you see yourself getting better. You see yourself transforming. You see yourself becoming a better person. You see yourself, you know, loving more, opening your heart, softening, trusting a little bit more, forgiving. Those are qualities of God. Being more kind, being gentle, being more wise and understanding. Those are qualities of God. Qualities of the stuff that's religion is, is judgment, judging people. Like, we're not supposed to judge you. Jesus says that if we, you, you see, a, you see a, a stick in your brother's eye, first take out the log in your own eye. Meaning, he's automatically assuming that you don't know <laughs> what this person's been through enough to even try to take that stick out of their eye because you right. got a log in your own eye. You got yourself. Exactly. You're the log. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, right, right. You, you know? People think that oh, because they did this good thing, that good thing, that good thing, that good thing. Oh, now I'm good before God. And God is not a God. He's not an outside works God. He's a heart God. Yeah. He sees that you will want to love him in, a heart, in your heart and he sees that you're pursuing and he's going to respond to that. But if you're just trying to you know with your works say i'm good enough then of course you're not you, you just got religion you know and mm-hmm. some people are stuck in that place sadly but the funny thing is i find that sometimes you know people who have the worst issues you know they end up being the the, the person that has the biggest impact when they do you know become good like paul mm-hmm. the apostle who's in the bible he was a killer <laughs> he oh, wow. murdered christians like he was interesting yeah I, he did not know this he he and he wrote he wrote like a third of the new testament <laughs>
0: but yeah, wow.
1: he he was he murdered christians he sought after them. he thought that christianity was wrong until finally he was on wow. a he was on a horse and then a bright light came and knocked him out of his horse and blinded him and, and it was god and he would say why are you persecuting me and then he, said, he walked over to this guy and his prophet, and he said, the prophet will give you your sight back, and he will train you in my ways. And then after that, Paul was like, oh, snap.
0: A reformed virgin. Yeah.
1: He became, and he became, he used, and he was, even when he was evil or killing Christians, he was the best. He was the smartest. He had the highest, you know, regards. He had the highest stature. He was rich. He, he had all of that. And so he just kind of turned over and used it for Christ and used his knowledge and his ability to write in all these different languages for Christ. Right. And so I feel like that doesn't disqualify you. So don't disqualify yourself. You know, God loves everybody. You know, just remember who you are. Remember who he calls you to be. And that's why I feel like right reading the Bible is good. Because, right. and I'm not just reading it from a lens of, okay, what's right, what's wrong. But reading it from the lens of how God sees you. How God saw, saw Israel, apply that to yourself. Everything that God said to Israel, I will bless you, I will bless you, I love you, I love you. You know, that applies to you. Everything that God says to that woman, that how Jesus inter interacted with that woman he was like um where are your accusers because this woman got caught in prostitution and mm. and they wanted to stone her because that was their law to stone, to stone the woman who, who was caught in prostitution Just, that was their law right. but he he said let he who was without sin cast the first stone and then God, jesus God. who was without sin chose not to cast any stones so that is our model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Us who are sinners, we choose not to cast stones. We gotta understand. If somebody's doing something wrong, of course we don't let their wrong behavior go on. We gotta say something. But you don't you don't have to say it with absolute judgment and destroy their life. <laughs> right. <laughs> some absolutely. people were like, "Oh, you did this to me. I will fuck your life up." Excuse right. my French. No, but that's how I was, like. Yeah. i met no people who like yeah. they got mad at me and they were like, "I will mess you up. <laughs> I will destroy." I'm like I thought you were Christian. I know the mafia. We will kill you. I'm like, oh snap! <laughs> right. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I hope I un- answered vengeful. your question. You know, yeah. you absolutely did. <laughs> yeah absolutely dude and I, I really appreciate you for answering that that's uh, it brings a lot of clarity especially nowadays where people do feel like some sort of prosecution by god for based on their sexuality or their lifestyle choices yeah. and so i'm sure that that brings a lot of clarity to me because once again a lot of stigmas that come with christianity with certain sects of christianity where they're very spiteful and vengeful towards people that are um gay lesbian or whatever the case is mm-hmm. and so um that, that definitely sheds a, a very bright light in that direction for me. So, appreciate you for answering that. No, um, no and, problem. And so, um we, cu- we are at the hour 17 mark. Okay. And so, I really appreciate you for coming on. And I really hope that you would come on again. Oh, uh, yeah. It would be so awesome. Because, honestly, we could talk about this forever. <laughs> like, we could literally talk about so many different um, ideologies of Christianity. And so many impacts on culture. And so, like, so many different things. And I would love for you to come back on. And I'm sure everyone listening would also agree with me yeah and so um one thing i always ask my guests and i don't mean this in any sacrilegious way but um do you have like one or two cj commandments that you can kind of pass on to someone so they can kind of better better their lives and kind of bolster them up
1: <laughs> i guess from my little life that i lived on this earth that um learning to love really will help you out in the long run you know learn to love and all that and all that comes with love which is like forgiveness and trusting, and right. all that good stuff. And then also learning to value people's trust, which means integrity, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's one of the biggest ones for me yeah. in my life is like, I've destroyed so many relationships, I'm not perfect, I've destroyed relationships because of me not being perfect or me not being integrable, sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just say learn to value people's trust in you because that can be broken and you know, we really live our life off of trust. You know, our bosses and our employers they trust us to do our job and to do it well mm-hmm. and otherwise you get fired you know relationships and family they trust you to uphold a, a certain standard and if you don't you
0: sever those ties sever those ties
1: you, those ties, you uh-huh. know and and it, it's, and it hurts because it's like you learn to love people and you don't want to be a se- separated from them but then it happens because of whatever and so yeah those two learn to love and learn to value people's trust and i feel like your life will go further but i wanted to know if i can just pray just release a, a quick blessing over everybody watching yeah before you go absolutely okay so jesus i thank you for everybody that's on here today i bless this podcast i bless brian and i bless every person under the sound of my voice i pray that you they prosper that they know your heart and your love and i pray that they just ascend with you god in the name of jesus and let your experience and let your presence be made known unto them and let the holy spirit make them
0: make himself real in jesus name amen amen all right thank you very much Shinazza, for coming on is there anything you want to plug anything you want to um any of the listeners to go check out um right now i'm on the dl
1: <laughs> that's okay. That's <laughs> so i'm okay. not gonna plug any information that's okay but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just one of the, i don't mind i don't need to. i don't need it one day one day one day yeah absolutely right anytime now, you want
0: to come back on to plug anything or just talk again more than happy to have you on
1: Oh,
0: man. <laughs> perfect thank you to everyone that is listening to Journey to Modern Times uh, make sure to keep up up to date with all the new guests on Journey to Modern Times at Instagram at Senior Kumar and yeah thank you so much Shinaza. no
1: problem this is awesome
0: I know this is amazing <laughs> thank you